On today's show, sales at Lamborghini are on fire. Mercedes rolls out a land speed record car from the 1930s and Lear bulks up its technological muscles. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Lamborghini just set a sales record for the first half of the year. It sold 3,327 Huracans and Aventadors, up 11% from a year ago. That's more cars than it sold for an entire year only five years ago, and the future looks bright. Sales of Lambo's first SUV, the Urus, go on sale this month, and we think that Lambo is on track to double its sales in the next couple of years. Speaking of Italian performance, Maserati just unveiled a hot version of the Levante SUV at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. It's called the GTS. Its 3.8-liter Ferrari twin-turbo V8 was tweaked to deliver 550 horsepower and 531 pound-feet of torque. That gives it a power-to-weight ratio of only 8.6 pounds per horsepower, and that puts it in the supercar category. Maserati says it will do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in only 4.2 seconds, and that's not too bad for an SUV. We just got a chance to test drive the new Genesis G70, and while driving impressions remain under embargo until next week, here are some important details about the car. It sits on a rear-drive platform called C2, which is actually a longer wheelbase version of the Kia Stinger, which has received rave reviews. Power comes from a 2-liter turbo, producing 252 horsepower and 260 pound-feet of torque, or a 3.3-liter V6 turbo, producing 365 horsepower and 376 pound-feet. Power is fed through an 8-speed automatic that features rev matching and will hold gear while cornering. Or rejoice enthusiasts, there's a 6-speed manual available with the 2-liter. You also get dynamic torque vectoring, launch control, and Brembo brakes. And you can completely shut off electronic stability control in sport mode, which can be a ton of fun on a track. Oh yeah, all-wheel drive is also available, and we'll have more info and driving impressions next week. Have you seen this wild land speed car that Mercedes made in the 1930s? Well, that's coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by... Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Honda and Panasonic are teaming up to test electric motorcycles with swappable batteries. They'll install charging stations at several dozen locations in Indonesia to charge Honda's mobile power pack. You just grab one of those fully charged ones anytime you need it. And this is a perfect application of swappable batteries because they're small enough to store a bunch of them at charging stations and swap them out easily. Tesla and a company called Better Place tried swappable batteries with cars, but those efforts never really caught on because it's just too complicated. Speaking of Tesla, it just delivered its 200,000th car in the U.S., so that means its $7,500 federal tax credit will start to run out. But they don't go away immediately. Buyers who get their Tesla by December 31st of this year will get the full incentive. However, every six months after that, 
the tax credit gets cut in half. For example, buyers who received their Tesla in the first six months of 2019 will receive $3,750, and then that drops to $1,875. And GM is also closing in on 200,000 EV sales. It sold 184,000 through June, so it faces the same issue. And that's going to put the companies at a competitive disadvantage to their competitors. And that's why Tesla and GM are lobbying Congress to extend the full credit. But so far, they've had no luck. If you've ever wondered if autonomous cars really need all those sensors sticking out of them, here's proof that they do. Siemens, along with the UK's Cranfield University, decided to enter a 1965 Ford Mustang in Goodwood's Hill Climb. But instead of using all the usual AV technology, the team created a 3D map of the course using a drone and data from a vehicle equipped with a laser. So all the Mustang had to do was drive on a predetermined path. But the result is giving autonomous cars a bad name. The Mustang inched along, weaving back and forth, and would have hit a hay bale or two if not for the human behind the wheel. It looked more like a drunk driver. In the 1930s, famous race car driver Hans Stuck wanted to break the land speed record of the time of 595 kilometers an hour, or about 370 miles per hour. Along with a board member from Daimler and Air Force General, and some engineer named Ferdinand Porsche, they created the Mercedes-Benz T80. It had a tubular space frame with the panels molded over to create a very aerodynamic body that even features small wings off the side. But that's all that's small. Total length is more than 8 meters, or over 26 feet. Each of the six wheels, yes, six of them, are more than a meter, or nearly 4 feet in diameter. And the massive V12 engine can produce up to 3,500 horsepower. The team set its sights on a speed of 650 kilometers an hour, or about 400 miles per hour. But after four years of development, World War II broke out and the vehicle was never used. But the T-80 lives on in a permanent exhibition at the Mercedes-Benz Museum. Coming up next, Lear explains why the seats in your car are about to become a lot more intelligent. The auto industry is undergoing massive technological change. That's why Lear, a traditional seat supplier, is building up its technical capabilities to keep pace with the change. And on AutoLine this week, Ray Scott, the CEO of Lear, describes how the company is turning car seats into smart devices. Proper posture, how you sit in your seat. And with sensor fusion, our capabilities with technologies, um, reading your health rate as far as your health, um, your, health uh, your heartbeat, your monitoring of your uh, positioning within the seat are all capabilities that we have. And think about the seat is the only place of physical connectivity. So on the amount of data that we can collect within the seat to give you information back with health and wellness. So your heart rate, how you're positioning your seat for comfort. The seat has been a static device, and we believe without question the seat will become a smart device. I mean, everything that we touch today, we, we work with today, are smart devices. The seat's no different. And so when we think about health and wellness, 
how it picks up proper posture and what it does to your organs if you're not, you're slouching or you're in a different position and will adjust the seat for your um, anthropometric measurement. So it will read you personally and adjust as opposed to knobs and controllers and things that are more static. It's intuitive and so it'll adjust to your personal preferences. You're talking about a smart seat. It's a smart seat and not just with health and wellness. I mean, when you think about the seat in all kinds of different dynamic situations, the center stack is somewhat you know, individualized to just one person in the vehicle. So we think about mobility and ride share where you have multiple customers within the vehicle. And so we have sound zone and where your, your seed will actually be connected to your smart device. And so when you get in there, you can have your personal preferences as far as music, how you connect uh, with the phone, how you connect with texting right in your sound zone, which is in your headrest. And so it will read your personal preferences, how you want to set that seat up, so you can individualize it too. And then with safety, I mean, it's a very dynamic world that we're in today, and the technology is changing so rapidly. So we can actually adjust the seat given a rear impact or a front impact. There's that type of capability where we can adjust so we can protect the customer. For more about Lear, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. Go out, have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.